for freedom every day. They're learning at a young age. They're being taught the socialists control the ones that are blaming Republicans for being Nazis, for being fascists, the ones that are promoting some type of cancel culture, the ones that are promoting some type of agenda of uh, shadow banning. Realize at a young age that, hey, sure, you can have your freedom of speech, but we can block your funding. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, darn right it is. What's up? Welcome into it. It's another great weekend here on the Voice of Reason's Weekend Edition broadcast out of the heartland of America here at the Hoosier Media Network Studios as we broadcast from coast to coast, baby, all over the place. And I have to say thank you, man, as we've started this program and as we've branched out into new affiliate radio stations and we're growing like a weed all over every single week, we're seeing more downloads from the podcast. We're seeing more followers on the social media. So you guys rock, man. Thank you so much and welcome into the program for another great weekend here on The Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier. And it's great to have you. Big show lined up today. Hour number one here in just a little bit. We're going to talk about prepping. I know that's the favorite thing for many of you. Preparing yourself for what a terrible disaster may happen, whether it's a tornado or the zombie apocalypse. Either one, we're prepared for it. Is we're going to have Eric Morgan with the uh, Thrive Life, thrivelife.com. He's the president of Thrive Life. He'll be joining us to talk about uh, their freeze-dried food. It's kind of cool. Uh, is It's a little bit different in order for you to store your food, and it's a very healthy way to do it as well. We'll also have Steve Carr on with Shared Abundance. We've had him on our weekday program, and he'll be joining at the same time. Hour number two, we don't usually do this, but hour number two, we're going to have a guest on for the entire hour, which I'm super excited about. As you know, a few weeks ago, we did a recap from our trip down to the southern border down in McAllen, Texas, and uh, one of our tour guides from Americans for Prosperity's Foundation that gave us the tour of the southern border and the wall and the immigration crisis that's going on. One of the tour guides that was part of that project by the name of Chris Clem, he's a Border Patrol chief who is now retired that understands and what's going on at the southern border. He'll be joining us on the show for the full hour. We're going to talk a little bit about the immigration issue, about the border security issue. But then uh, him and I also have a unique flavor of musical preferences, and he works with a lot of bands to focus on mental health awareness, on suicide prevention, on mental health awareness, especially for even Border Patrol agents and veterans and those who may be struggling with suicide, th- suicidal thoughts, anxiety, depression. We'll talk with him about those projects that he's working on with these awesome metal bands as well. So we have a lot to get to this week, and let's jump right into it, man, because we are ready to rock and roll for a whole new... It's going to be a big show, as Donald Trump likes to say, right? And I think we're going to make it big later. Yeah, so I want to start off, though, because this week there was a big... Uh, and obviously we do a uh, week in review. And as we talk about some of the flavors of the week, there was an interesting AI convention earlier this week. And I don't know if you've heard the response from it, but it was a little bit eerie if you're into eerie things. But the AI apparently during the convention was being questioned by one of the individuals that runs the event. And during that time, had made the comment, this is being the AI, the artificial intelligence, the robot that he was talking to. The robot said that it would very easily be able to run society way better than humanity, that it could take care of the poor, it could take care of the hungry, it could take care of the homelessness, it also take care of the elderly that we have across the nation, and it could do it in way better fashion than what humans could do. So I ask you the question today, is are we prepared for humanity to kind of just step aside and let AI take over and for us to just live our happy, hunky-dory little lives. 
And I found a solution. So here on The Voice of Reason, if you're relatively new to the program, we are about solutions. We are about problem solving and getting down to it. Well, we got to go out to the great state of California for the grand solution of what we do with the artificial intelligence. Maybe, if it wants to play. Let's try this again. Hey, I'm here to discuss. What up, council? I'm here to discuss artificial intelligence. AI is going to take all of our jobs and render us useless. And I, for one, am stoked. I hate jobs. I had a job once, and everyone there talked in weird voices. AI is going to 86 all of that. But, but we'll still need money. That is why I'm asking the government to step up and make sure we're breaded. We are proposing a small payment plan or small PP of 10 G a month for every citizen so we can party and look hot and enjoy our free time. Now, we can't afford to just sit back and have AI bust through and not have a plan. We got to make sure people have food and houses so we can party and rage in peace. So instruct AI to pay all of us, and then you dudes can retire gracefully before you get replaced, and we'll see you at the beach. The bonfires will be epic. Everybody will be hot. Martin Luther King, thank you. I mean, we are the problem solvers here on The Voice of Reason. Chad, jump on here for just a moment, Chad. Uh, If you heard that is the solution for the AI takeover, I'm down, man. I want to go on the beach and and look hot and Martin Luther King, man. (laughs) Hey, if it means a lifetime of vacation, let's go for it. Let's go for it. Ten grand a month. I'm also okay with that one. So there it is. The problem solvers of the world coming out of California saying, hey, man, uh, I'm totally stoked for AI to take over the world. We don't have to worry about a thing. And don't worry, we will allow them to just run it while we just hang out at the beach and have a grand old time. But I do like my real paycheck, so I think I'm going to mm. stick with just doing my job. Oh, you're still okay. Still going to stick and just do the job on a daily basis. All right. Well, uh, we tried. We tried. We came up with a good solution, and man, shot down right out of the gate. Let's get into what's trending today. What do you say? What's trending today? All right, so there's a lot to talk about, obviously, that happened throughout the week, including the cocaine investigation at the White House, the, (laughs) well, lack of investigation or lack of information we're getting. Apparently, for those that don't know, the investigation has been shut down. Secret services, they ran out. They they don't know. We have all these cameras. We have all the security footage. We just don't know what happened out there. So we're just going to go ahead and close the case. We didn't have any fingerprints on the baggie of cocaine, although they said early on they did have fingerprints on the baggie of cocaine. So we just we, we don't know what really happened. They only looked uh, during the weekend where they had the camera footage from that weekend that it was found. They couldn't find anybody. So therefore, we can't think of another possible way to investigate the cocaine investigation in the White House on who could potentially have possessed that in any way, shape, or form. I don't. I don't know what else we could possibly do. But if that's the case, man, then <laughs> I guess that's it. We don't have to worry about it any longer, as well. I don't want to focus a lot of time on that because that's stupid. And we got more important things to focus on, like the fact that Democrats don't really care about due process, don't really care about constitutional limitations, and when they lose on an agenda. They really just step up their game and try it a different way because they do whatever the hell they want to do. Whatever, whatever, I do what I want. And if that's the case, then that explains why Joe Biden did what he did this week after the shooting down of the student loan forgiveness program from the Biden administration. I know, very scary. Again, 
And the fact that we are not allowed to just forgive $400 billion to $500 billion worth of student loan uh, student loans across the nation, it was shot down by the Supreme Court of the United States. And now we have this new plan, and we played the audio last week of Biden saying what he was going to do with coming up with a new plan. Well, the new plan is officially here. And the new plan is the same plan that's already been in effect already before, but it just showed the inadequacy and the inefficiencies of the federal government. What do I mean by that? Andy, what are you talking about? Well, the new plan, the grand scheme from the Biden administration, is to focus on the IDR, the income-driven repayment plans. Now, here's the thing. And I've told you this before. I have many student loans, and I pay my student loans. I have them budgeted into my monthly bills. I pay them on a regular basis. It's not a wicked, wild, crazy, radical thing. And mine are sitting right around $50,000 that I'm slowly paying down. They were up to eighty-eight, so the fact that they're down to fifty, I'm relatively happy about. But many a time I had to use the income-driven repayment plan, meaning that I did not make enough money in order to pay the full amount they wanted me to pay, so they would lower the payment which didn't really help me a whole lot because the interest rate was so high that it would just barely cover the interest and would never pay down the actual balance of the student loan. So now that we're off of that, we're actually paying down the balance. But it did help in that bind in the time that I could not make actual payments. Apparently, this has already been in effect even before the Biden administration. What do I mean by that? Being signed in 2007, ironically, the year that I graduated high school and went off to college, was the year that the Bush administration signed the income-driven repayment plans, or the IDRs, that included a student loan forgiveness in the loan plan if you pay your student loans between 20 to 25 years, or roughly 250 to 300 months, then they would be forgiven if you are in the IDR program or the income-driven repayment plan. So now let's fast forward to 2023 now. The Biden administration has a massive fail when it comes to the Supreme Court's decision on their student loan forgiveness program to forgive all government student loans between ten dollars to $20,000, depending on the type of loan that you have. And it got shut down. No, you can't do that. That's a half a trillion dollars. You can't afford that. You're already $24 trillion in debt as a nation. Sorry, not sorry. Can't do that. By the way, you've already ended the declaration of emergency under COVID, which is what you were using under the 2003 HEROES Act to try and use this program for student loan forgiveness. Well, now that failed. So they have to all go to alternative means because they refuse to give up. When they want something, they find a way to get it. And right now, the way they're getting it is now through a Republican plan of the Income Driven Repayment Plan, or the IDR, that was passed back in 2007 under the Bush administration. This tells me three different things right now. Number one, it tells me that Joe Biden does not have a new plan. He can't do anything because he needs congressional approval, and congressional approval is not going to be approved under a Republican-led House of Representatives, especially going into an election year of 2024, where Republicans are really on thin ice right now on eggshells with their stances, especially economically, after allowing and passing a disastrous, um, uh, whatever, federal uh, debt ceiling bill that we saw just a month ago. That's number one. The Biden plan, they don't have a plan. So they're going to piggyback off of a previous plan to try and make it happen so they can get credit for it. Typical Democrat. Okay, number two. The fact that they say, according to news, uh, I'm sorry, so according to NPR.org, 
They say that this was one that was done a long time ago, obviously under the Bush administration, but they say that they're re-energizing the IDR plan because, quote, it hadn't received, it's been mismanaged by the Department of Loan Services. And that many that were under the income-driven repayment plans had not received the student loan forgiveness in the 250 to 300 months in order to qualify for the program because of the mismanagement from the department. Now, I'd like to remind you that this is a near $2 trillion industry with student loans across the nation. And the Department of Education is not there to actually focus on quality of education standards, but it's there to run a bank account. And we know that very clearly after the interviews they did during Betsy DeVos's uh, reign before she became the uh, secretary for the Department of Education. And while she was being questioned by the Senate, a Democrat-run chamber at the time, asking her, we know you're a business owner, but are you really a business owner that is smart enough to handle a $2 trillion bank account? We don't care about your stance on education. We don't care about your stance on quality of education. We don't care about your stance on K-12, through Common Core, or anything of the sort. We only care on whether you are smart enough to handle a $2 trillion business right now that is the Department of Education. That's the only thing they care about. And obviously, like every other government agency, it's failed miserably because it's a government agency running a $2 trillion business. And because of that... It's been mismanaged enough to where people that even signed up for the plan all the way back when still have not been able to receive their forgiveness. Now, we said last time that the PPP loans that they tried to equivalent the student loan forgiveness to already had the clause in it to be forgiven if they used it for certain reasons. Unfortunately, under a Republican administration, that promise was made for those under the IDR plan. It's the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yeah, darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. 24 minutes past the hour. Radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting all over the country for our weekend edition of our syndicated program. By the way, a programming note for you. We have a few new stations jumping on at the end of this month doing some program changes. Excited to have some new ones on. We'll announce those here very soon. So we have the student loan forgiveness program from the Biden administration. They failed on their last attempt of millions of, uh, what, a million different student loan users and close to 400 to $500 billion worth of student loans that would have been forgiven under the previous plan. That's not the case anymore. So they've downsized it. And they now go into a plan of saying, well, we're going to forgive loans for roughly 800,000 students. And roughly $40 billion in student loan debt instead of $400 billion. We just, we'll just knock off a zero on there and just do it ourselves. Now, remember, this is not being approved by Congress. Why? Because unfortunately, which gets to my third point on the reason of observation here, is that this is why we need to stop Republicans passing stupid big government crap like the Bush administration did back in 2007. Andy, what do you mean? Meaning the Biden administration is not doing anything new here. What they're doing is reinvesting in the promise that was made by the Bush administration back in 2007. So, again, we're getting slapped in the face as Republicans. And, yes, some Republicans are saying that they're going to fight it, that it's unconstitutional, that we can't do this. They need congressional approval. The problem is they already did that. They did that all the way back when. 
There's nothing new here. They're just reinvigorating a plan that was done back in 2007 with the uh, income-driven repayment plan by the Bush administration, where they're just saying, well, it was mismanaged, and some students have already should have been forgiven with their student loans. They haven't, so now we're going to go through and we're going to forgive them. And, oh, by the way, it's going to be a Democrat that's going to get all the credit for it because they actually made it happen, even though the Republicans did it back then, which they shouldn't have done in the first place. So our policies that were done under the idea of short-term political boosts of power to promise something to the American people that was done by a wishy-washy Republican back in the day of George W. Bush is now coming back to bite us in the you-know-what because now it's being taken advantage of by a progressive socialist Democrat wanting to take that power to the next level and take credit for that student loan forgiveness program. And there's nothing we can do about it. It's nothing new on the books. They're not signing anything new. They're just saying, oh, hey, by the way, we didn't do this because that's what we do in the federal government. We end up passing a whole bunch of crap, and then we decide what we're going to follow through with and what we're not going to follow through with. And it just kind of got dropped on the back burner as they're seeing trillions of dollars of student loans be added every single year. They got caught up behind that process, and they kind of forgot about the whole, oh, yeah, we forgot we were going to actually forgive those from back in 2007. And from there on, after you make payments between – 250 to 300 months in total in that income repayment plan, then we'll forgive that. Oh, they didn't do it. So now they're going to do it and they're going to take the credit for it saying, Hey, we passed this new bill and this is what we're going to do. It's nothing new here, but it's a reminder that in the world of cheap politics to gain a cheap political score, just to try and promise something for the American people that is a larger government. Let's just add more debt to the nation here. We're now, seeing the ramifications of that that was passed by a Republican now being enforced by the Democrats. So what is this going to do? We're already 24 or what, $34, $36 trillion in debt. What is this going to do to us? Inflation, even though they say, inflation's 4% for the month of June. (laughs) While they say that, we realize that's not the case. It's actually a lie because it's built on inflation. We talked about that a little bit last week as well with the Biden administration really themselves having inflation up near 20% for the three-year reign. It was at 15% as of March. We're seeing the progressive gain still now at 4%. The 4% that we saw for the month of June is up from the 9% on top of the 9% that we had seen from last year. That was the 7, 5, 6, 7% that we had seen from the year prior. In just three years, we've gone up 18%. I still don't know who's been able to see their salaries increase that much. But at the same time, we're having a harder time paying those student loans because of the policies they're implementing And it's getting tougher for us just to put food on the table. Which leads us to our next guest when we come right around the corner. Right here on Voice of Reason. Stay here. This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason meets radio, this is The Voice of Reason. With Andy Hoosier. increase on food for an average oh yes oh yes 30 
38, 39% increase in food over the last three years under the Biden administration. It's more and more difficult just to put food on the table in general. Then you lump in the COVID-19 pandemic with supply chain issues where grocery stores are just running out of things. We had the imports coming from overseas to where uh, really California just locked it down. We couldn't even transport things because why the heck not? Welcome to America 2023 under the Biden regime. To talk about some of this and so much more, I'm, we have two guests. We're, for the first time, we're going to have a roundtable on this program that I'm super excited about. So I'm going to introduce our first guest that we've had on the weekday program. Really happy to have on our weekend program now as well, as he's the president of Alliance Group. He's the president founder of Shared Abundance as well. Mr. Steve Carr with us. Steve, what's going on, my friend? How are you? Andy, I'm telling you, life is awesome in Southern California, but as you've uh, pointed out, things are changing pretty dramatically, and I just don't think many people, Andy, uh, really understand uh, the significance of it. Yeah, it is very troubling with how quickly we're racking up this debt, and honestly, from both sides of the political aisle, just signing new programs saying, we're going to take care of you, don't worry, you're less fortunate, we will take care of everything, just sit back and let the government do its thing and you can see how efficient that's actually run so i you and i talked about this on the on the program previously but preparing yourself not even just for like you know the doomsday preppers end of the world prepper guys but anything from i like to say anything from a tornado to the zombie apocalypse having something just kind of set back a little bit in preparation for whatever may come or if just food gets really too damn expensive with uh, the supply chain issues is kind of a good thing to prepare for isn't it Absolutely. And also, as we talked about last time on the show, Andy, to align ourselves with companies that really believe similar to what we believe. We are in the middle of a cultural war. Whether we want to acknowledge it or recognize it or not, we can pull the covers up over our head and just kind of mysteriously hope that it goes away. I don't think that's going to be the case. And I think that we have an opportunity, as I talked with you, about aligning with a company that really shares our values. It's in the food business. In my opinion, it is the most important food company on the planet right now. You know, the last time we talked, Andy, I talked about Janice and I going to the Netherlands, Holland, last year, and we had the opportunity to visit the Anne Frank home. And, you know, Otto Frank loved his family. He did everything he could to prepare for his family. But he made a strategic mistake. His mother invited him to go to Switzerland. He made the choice instead to go from Germany to Holland. And we all know that tragic story. We need to make the right decisions. Andy, I can't think of a more painful thing as a dad, as a father, as a friend, than to not have protected my family. So one of the things I love about Thrive Life and Eric Morgan, who's the president of Thrive Life, is these guys have been in business for 14 years. It's the cleanest food I'm aware of. You get a can of blueberries. Well, you have gotten a can of raspberries. I, I got think. I got a can of raspberries right here, and I got them in my studio. I've actually been munching on them before the program started, and they're That's delicious too. Unlike many of these other fifteen, sixteen companies that we're aware of out there, is you yeah. get a can of raspberries. There's one ingredient in the can. Guess what it is? Right, raspberries. That's right. <laughs> 
That's right. <laughs> it's an awesome price. It's delivered to your door. It lasts 25 years, most of it. And that's why we've decided to get involved, Andy, with Thrive Life and to partner with you and uh, really take this out to the masses because there's no downside to this I can think of at all. Well, I am excited about that, and I want to bring on Eric, the president of Thrive Life, which you can find online at thrivelife.com. But Eric Morgan, the president of the business, is on with us here as well. Eric, what's going on, my friend? Appreciate you jumping on the program. Hey, Andy, uh, good, to, good to meet you, and, and always great to be with Steve. It's a pleasure to be with you. It's an honor to, to be on the, on the radio with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Talk about where this started. Obviously, there's been a major concern with food supply, with the supply chain issues, with the price of food that we see all the time, and people just wanting to set things back. Again, I joke from anything from a tornado to the zombie apocalypse, having something semi-prepared in the house ready to go is a good idea, especially something that lasts 25 years. So talk about where this idea came from and, and why it's so healthy. Yeah, you know, um, we we've always felt pretty strongly that that uh, we as a as a people, as a family, as a culture, as a community, as a people, we we shouldn't be so dependent on others. Whether it's a grocery store or whether it's a um, a chain, whatever that is, we shouldn't be dependent, especially when it comes to food. And so um, we started this like like Steve said, 14 years ago with the intention of, of being less dependent on, on others, on supply chain, on the grocery store, on farmers, on international, whatever that is. But, but uh, if we could take a little more control back in our homes, especially with food that, that uh, we provide for our families, then, uh, then we've, we've won a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. so this process of, of freeze-drying food, it's been around forever. Um, and, and it's just, uh, it's, it's really, um, it's something that, that is pretty, pretty natural because all we're doing is removing the water. That's all we're doing. And so that's why when, when Steve talks about the raspberries or the blueberries or whatever it is, the reason they're so tasty is because we, we make sure, um, in, in our process, we're making sure that we take the, the best produce or the best protein or the best um, dairy, whatever that is, we're taking the best and then we're freeze drying it. And when that happens, when we, all we remove is, is water, then all of that taste, all of that nutrition, um, all the rest of that stays. And that's why we can say it's, it's the cleanest, like Steve said, it's cleanest food, but it's also the best tasting because we're, we're taking the best of the best and then we're freeze drying it. I want to mention a couple real quick things, too, Andy, because there's so much more with Thrive Life than just the food, which just the food is awesome. Also, thrivelife.com for people who are interested in looking into this company and its products. They have great sales. There's a great sale going on right now. Again, this is product that's delivered to your home. There's a whole culture involved here, though, too, Andy. As I mentioned, many of us are even going to Costa Rica uh, in January. So people have more than just the food, as critical as that is. They have a network of people that they can tie into uh, where whatever level they want, if they just want excellent food delivered to their home, boy, they've given great prices. Uh, If they want some additional income, they can obviously look at that as well or both. 
they can, we love to give this food away. We have literally given thousands and thousands of dollars worth of food away. We've got a promotion in Shared Abundance this, this month, Eric and Andy. Uh, we're calling it Christmas in July. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's yeah, fantastic. Well, it's, it's good to get that message out. Yeah, it's good to get that message out there. It's so great. We're just telling people, hey, listen, get your Christmas gifts right now. People are struggling, especially elderly people. Many elderly people are having to make a choice between medicine or food. Why not give your loved ones or friends who are struggling with those kinds of decisions a gift that's more than a gift card or more than a, you know something that's, that the kids aren't even going to play with anymore, that type of thing. So there's a lot here that we're excited about introducing people to. It is really amazing. Did you see a spike in interest in this topic with uh, preserved food, freeze-dried food like this? Have you seen a spike in that since the COVID-19 pandemic? I know the pandemic put a strain on the supply chain issue itself in general, even though the, the weird thing that ran out was toilet paper. I don't know how that has to do with yeah. a sinus <laughs> issue, but okay. uh, was was there an increase in interest in trying to stock up and preserve during that time? Absolutely. In fact, it's, it's pretty interesting, Andy. We, we um, Even though we've been in business for, for 14 years, there are kind of ups and downs depending on what's, what's going on in the world and uh, if there are catastrophes or like this, a pandemic, it just makes everyone a little more alert. <laughs> and and this yeah. one specifically, uh, because, yeah, toilet paper was a thing, water paper or water was a thing. But really, when it came down to it, people realized that I am I'm dependent on that grocery store because once this shelf, once my pantry is empty, it's empty. And yeah. and so people did turn to to food that was a little easier to preserve. Now, freeze-dried, there's, there really is nothing better than freeze-dried food because it can sit on your shelf. We say 25 years, and that's, as, as the president, I have to stick to that. But, but if you look at the research, really, freeze-dried food will last uh, well beyond that because as long as, as long as there's no light and air and water, then that yeah. food can stay, can stay good. It is pretty amazing. Hang on the line here. We've got to take a quick break. We're talking with Eric Morgan, the president of Thrive Life, which you can find online at thrivelife.com. Also hanging out with Steve Carr with Shared Abundance. When we come back, we'll talk about that freeze-dried and how it's so much different than some of the other preservations and how we can prepare for, you know, Bidenomics. <laughs> All that and more coming up on The Voice of Reason. Stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Darn right it is. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out. One more segment left here for our number one of the weekend edition of The Voice of Reason. So there were a few things that we took away from the COVID-19 pandemic. I think a lot of people did that maybe were, quote unquote, sleeping during that time and was awoken, awakened during that time with the COVID-19 pandemic. And that was the government has too much power. The supply chain is really unstable and really weak, and you never know what could happen with that. And, oh, by the way, I don't have control of my health. And we learned that when we were mandated to uh, with our vaccines. 
we were mandated about that issue with the mask wearing, and we realized we don't want to do that any longer. And I think a lot of people have been starting to take their health into their own hands, trying to be more independent with food, be more independent with their water, being more independent with their natural resources in general, and then try to be healthy as well to not rely on the federal government. That's why I've, I've been excited to partner with Thrive Life, thrivelife.com. You can go and check those guys out as we have Steve Carr with Shared Abundance on the line. Also, Eric Morgan, the president of Thrive Life. And I appreciate you guys being on the program. Isn't that true? I mean, when we look at health and self-dependence, they go hand in hand. And the fact that this is uh, freeze-dried is amazing. Like you said, taking the water out is all you do. So, it stores for a really long time, mostly, like you said, up to 25 years, but it's also healthy for you, which is really cool. And Andy, I'll tell you, my friend, I, I want to offer a special offer to those who are listening right now, because, folks, it's not enough to curse the darkness. We have to be the solution. It used to be in God we trust. Now it's in Gov, G-O-V, we trust. <laughs> We need to have our own community. We need to have our own supply chain. ThriveLife.com goes directly to farmers. They go in about a week before peak day. They stay about a week after peak day. You can't get it fresher unless you're standing right there and pick it. That's how fresh it is. Secondly, Andy, when when anybody, I'm going to make an offer here. Shared Abundance is a private equity group. We believe so much in this company. We believe so much in people having good quality food. I have a wrestle with weight. The more I substitute Thrive Life for others, I've lost 11 pounds already in the time that I've been utilizing this product. When people get on thrivelife.com and make an order, Andy, of $100 or more, and it's on sale right now, there's over 100 products that people can look at. Go to shop, look at it. Go ahead and place an order. Uh, They'll ask you who introduced you. You can either say Andy Hooser, you can say Shared Abundance, or you can just go ahead and order it. We'll make sure that it's taken care of. If you order $100 or more, we will match that as a gift, as our Christmas gift in July to you, the radio listener. Now, listen, I know you well enough, Andy. You've got people who listen to you on a regular basis, and they're trying to figure out how to support you. They're trying to figure out, hey, gosh, we've got a company that's in alignment with us who's contracting with farmers, that this is cutting-edge food, uh, grassroots. Um, We're looking at uh, tying into... Uh, a private equity group that's here to really exponentially increase our preparedness so that we're not Otto Frank and and we're not in that kind of situation, hopefully. So I just want to make that offer. Again, we'll do the reason. The reason we do a hundred, Andy, is if if people do a hundred dollars or more, then they get free shipping and handling as well. So in a way, it's a buy one get one. You guys buy what you want, order it. We'll go ahead and work out something with them. You'll benefit from it. Uh, those of you who are listening, 
if That's you amazing. want a very low risk proposition here, and it's a guarantee. Yeah. That order, That's amazing. Yeah, make sure to check that out. Yeah, you're, you're cutting out a little bit there, Steve. But, yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Order that $100 or more and get that extra $100 of products sent to you like that. Support it. And you know what? We've talked a lot about partnering with businesses that are aligned because now we have apparently an economic segregation going on in the nation, and that's the way to do it as well. It's Eric Morgan, president of Thrive Life, thrivelife.com, also with Steve Carr. Guys, thank you so much for coming on the program. We appreciate it very much. We're going to get you back on again here real soon and do some more of that. we got to take a break. Hour number two right around the corner here on The Voice of Reason. we got lots more to get to as we go down to south of the border chris clem border patrol chief will be joining us for the hour eric steve we appreciate you guys very much lots more hour number two of the voice reason coming up right on the corner stay here